They told us we'd be there for an hour and then we were there, well, I already told you, we were there for two and a half hours. Why did it take so long? Well, that's what I can't work out because when you've had your car service, you know what a service is. You're not going there to fix a problem. They're there just to check it over. Mm-hmm. It's like an MOT, but it's not an MOT. They're just... And we told them about two problems there were, which were it keeps... You, do you remember when you drove our car, you don't put the key, you don't put the key in, it senses yeah, the keys yeah, there? Yeah. Nine times out of ten, when we close the door and one of us goes to get out of it, if the other one's still in the car with the key, so if the person getting out of the car isn't taking the key, it tells you the key's not in the car and beeps for like ten seconds. Right. So we told them that, and we told them that the radio keeps cutting out more than it did. Has your car got a digital radio? Uh, no, it's not DAB one now. I don't know, I've I don't really listen to radio, so I don't know if you do know this or not, but DAB tends to cut out more when it's changing between... Oh, okay. But it's doing it all the time. We told them about them two issues. Neither of them two got fixed. So in the two and a half hours... As far as I know, all that happened in the two and a half hours that we sat there is that they made a phone call to check what to do about this tyre, which wasn't safe to drive on, but they told us to drive off and take it a quick fit. (laughs) Mental. So all all that happened in that two and a half hours was making that phone call and pretending to clean it pretending i'm assuming they didn't <laughs> well it was it was clean that it was when we left it to them but it weren't it weren't you you are you would have thought they would have sexually pleasured the thing because <laughs> it took long enough doing it and that that was only that first two and a half hours then when i spoke to you we were on the way to quick fit yeah and we got there about uh what time was it Probably about two half two, mm. and they told us we could leave it with them. But we could see they were busy. They weren't making it up. They were busy. Yeah. He said they'd be able to get it done today, but it'd be like right near the end of the day, and they closed. Yeah, because changing a tire shouldn't take long. Like when we had ours done, it took like half an hour. But obviously that was because we dropped off like first thing. Obviously, like yeah. you say, if they've got stuff there that they're doing. Yeah. Before we even went in there, we we said you could see it was busy. They we weren't making it up. They were pretty. <laughs> But we dropped off at like two half two and we were waiting for a phone call and we obviously didn't have the car and we went to the quick fit, you know the one that by the gyratory? Where's that? That's Sainsbury's near Bear Road. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's that quick fit and there's a big BP garage around there. Yeah, yeah. Because we, dro- <laughs> we dropped it off there at half two and we just said, okay, it takes two or three hours, then we'll just have a walk around. We walked around London Road, done some shopping. Still didn't have a phone call by like a quarter to six. And by that time, we got back there and sat down and we could see it jacked up being changed there and then. Right. So basically, it was until closing time. We didn't get it back yeah, until six. They literally must have done it at literally last thing. Like Yeah, because like you said, I, I've, I've changed car tyres on the roadside by jacking it up. It takes like less than five minutes like, to change it. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah it's just getting the, the nuts off in it and then putting the tyre on. Well, suppose, uh, although they were changing the tire, not the actual wheel, so maybe that takes a bit longer. I've never. Have you ever changed a tire? As in, not no, the no, act- I never have. But it shouldn't take. It shouldn't take long. Because, like I say, when we did it, we dropped off our car, and um, they did it while we waited. It was like twenty minutes. I'm, half funny. I'm not going into a bakery or a butcher's house and change my tire. It's fucking quick fit. Yeah, I suppose you're lucky they had the, they had the tire there because some places wouldn't have had it. Well, that was a problem. Kia didn't have it. That's why they can do it there. Right. But the amount of time we spent there, you'd think they had changed it. Yeah, yeah. 
And also, they must have noticed that, like, when did they tell you that? Tell us what? About the tyre. We were there for about two and a half hours. We probably found out about the tyre after about an hour and 45 minutes. Do you think that would be one of the first things they check, is the tyres? It's hard to to explain it, to visualise it, really. But when when they... We'd never noticed it. When they pointed it out, you could quite clearly see. But what had happened is... On the front, le- on the left passenger side tyre, yeah, there was like a perfect ring going around the, again not the not the wheel, not nothing to do with the alloy, just the tyre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a perfect ring, and parallel's not the right word because parallel's a straight line. But you know what I mean? It was perfectly, yeah, perfectly perfect distance from the wheel all the way around. It was a perfect circle, right? And it, and it was a gouge, probably a good nearly a centimetre deep in the tyre. Right. And he's saying, oh, well, where you, where you park it, do you notice it's scraping? Does it... Because it's a per- cause it was a perfect ring all the way around it, you'd think someone would come in... I'm not saying this did happen, but it looked like it had been done in one session, do you know what I mean? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was a perfect ring. It wasn't like it had been gradually chipped away. I don't, I've got no idea what happened, but then when Becker Easy. asked... It can cause it. Anything can cause it, can't it? Like, yeah. So... It doesn't take a lot. When I said it weren't me because I'm not the one driving, that didn't go down well. But... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I fucking, that is such a Louis thing to say. <laughs> that really is a fucking Louis thing to say. But that's like that's like oh, that's like when we had ours done because oh, we cause we had one that was like kept getting flat for ages. Like it would go down so quick, we'd have to pump it up like every week, and then all of a sudden it just blew, just went, and there was a massive like hole in it in the top of the tire, <laughs> and um, that... yeah, it's. The thing is with cars and that, it's just so like I don't know. It's it's one of them things. I always say like the best sort of career to get into is being a fucking mechanic because you they're the ones that you see you need you need the most because you think you go to if you've got a car you go to them every year sometimes multiple times a year. Like how how often do you call an electrician or a plumber out? Like once every (laughs) few years. A mechanic you go to like every year. It's mad. Like and the, the amount of faith that you put into them like that's why it's good to find a garage that you fucking trust and that's what crapped me up by the end of it it was only that front left tyre that was damaged yeah mm. because the car's under motability we didn't have to pay for it it's covered there's like a leasing scheme and it's covered it all happens between motability and quick fit yeah yeah there's nothing to do with us so in that sort of situation what normally happens is cut out the middleman, as in me, I'm not the middleman anymore, it just happens between quick fit and mobility, yeah? Yeah. So they'll send a quote out. So because of that, they decided to change two of the tyres. Who <laughs> <laughs> they did. Because I, I, they did. I was approaching the car with Becker, and I said, <laughs> when I say approaching the car, this was from the side, not the front, so I could see the two passenger side tyres, and I said to her, I went, did they change all four of the tyres? And she got round to her side by this point, and she's looking at it, and she's like, no, no, these ones aren't new. But the two that were on my side were both identical. Thing is... And you can they see should... they were new. And I said to her, I was like... And I, I looked at the two tyres on my side. They both got this same yellow ring going around the tyre track. They look brand new. They both say Pirelli. Right. I walked around the other side, two tyres looking old and worn, both saying Con- Continental on them. Yeah. Thing is, like, you'd think that they would just change all four of them then if they can do two of them. That's if, one of them, <laughs> if one of them didn't need changing, just do all four. Yeah. That then, like, probably next year, no one I know, because tyres should last you a few years, but you'd think you would just do, if you're going to do half the car, 
do the rest of it. If they're going to be claiming the money back for it anyway, because that's easy yeah. money for them. They know that they're not waiting for someone like me to pay them. It's going to come no. straight from. And that's like that's like clean cleaning the back seats, but leaving the front. Like <laughs> if you do, if you're doing it, you might as well do it all. Do you know what I mean? That doesn't make any sense. But I suppose, like you said, because the money's not coming from you, because it's coming from somewhere else. They don't give a shit, do they? Yeah, right, I don't care. It, I'd, I'd rather have it work to my benefit. Give me four new tyres. You know what I mean? It does. It does seem mad. When, when I saw the headline about the bloke being jailed for blocking the toilets, that's not quite what I thought they meant by blocking the toilets. To be honest, what did you think? Well, I thought he was gonna be blocking it with big fucking shits. But right. he's like, because I read some of it. He's like, he put like he says that oh, I needed to. Um, I was getting weird urges. And he was like to like stick like plastic bottles and stuff. Down there. <laughs> I, it, it, I mean, th- to be fair though, I know because um, some of the guys that I work with at, at the school. Did they get weird urges too? No, nah, not them. But they, <laughs> they obviously they've worked there for a long time. I mean, obviously one of them was there when we were there at school, and um, he said like some of the stuff. Which one's that? Uh, Neil, you know Neil. Oh yeah, I don't know Neil. Me and him were chatting yeah. wedding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 he was. He started not long before we, just before we left. So he was there in like our last year. Because I remember going off topic a little bit. I remember because my tutor group used to be. Do you remember um, the old textiles bit? So you had the old DT bit, but then you had the bit next to it, joined by that little corridor, which was the textiles bit. Yeah. In like two or three rooms. My tutor was down there, and they were building um, new toilets next to it. And there was this big, massive, like two wooden panels that they put up to stop people going into the toilet. I remember we wrote, like me and the boys in my tutor group, like wrote all over it. We were just writing like each other's mum's names and all this sort of stupid <laughs> shit. Like we covered the whole thing. And then it wasn't until I started working there that Neil was like, that was you, you fucking bastard. Because he, like, he had to go and sort it out. Um, but no, he, he was saying that like, some of the stuff they used to find in the toilets was like, Grim, like, and it would always be the girls' toilets were the worst. Like boys, yeah. boys' toilets, you'd get a little bit of vandalism, but girls' toilets, you'd get. Um, what, what did they say they'd do? They'd um, they'd put stuff down the toilet, so they block it up with like food, and they shit on top of that, so it's completely blocked. But they'd the put girl, their lunch. The girls' toilets. Yeah, they'd put their lunch down it and oh. shit on it. Um, <laughs> at one point, they, um, I think they smeared shit all over like the walls and stuff oh my god because one of the guys went in there and he was you could apparently you could hear him like heaving where it was that bad um i yeah, can't imagine used... that because I, I change enough shitty nappies every day and i'm normally fine you're used to it but there's even that occasion where where my beloved little boy does a particularly smelly one that'll make you it's, hear. The, it's the smell isn't it it always gets you like yeah. that's what gets you it's like it's like it's sort of dog shit that's, no, that's, that's what gets you is that's, the smell. that's that's the thing though and I must. I'll emphasise this to any of our listeners now. I don't. I don't in the slightest enjoy the smell of baby shit. But it's it's like perfume compared to some of the adult shit yeah. I've smelled. Like. Yeah, it's it's grim. And even worse, so that's the whole point of it going into water in the toilet when yeah. it's out of water. Yeah. Yeah, and it's grim. It was that, by complete coincidence. It was this morning. I was changing him and didn't smell too good. And I could feel myself. It was. I was alright until. That probably one in a hundred scenario happens where you get that little bit on your finger, and I saw it, and I was like, <laughs> <coughs> "Oh yeah, it's um, sometimes it really fucking gets you." So that's but, um, that's better well, than just made in the walls of the girls' toilets. I don't want to know what they've done with tampons and whatnot. That'll probably make... No, I don't. I think they used to sometimes they used to stick they use sanitary towels on the wall and stuff. Yeah, which is grim. And also they used to, I think once they set fire to the toilets because they because apparently 
they, I think, what did they say? They, the girls were spending too much time in there um, using the mirrors. So they took the mirrors away. So they wrote a message on the wall to say, give us back our mirrors or else. And they didn't <laughs> give back the mirrors, so they set fire well, to the it, toilet. It's a hostage negotiation. Pretty much. <laughs> so they set fire to the toilet. <laughs> like, some of the shit, well, no pun intended, some of the shit that, yeah, that is ridiculous. Like... I mean, yeah, it, it's grim. But like you say, in the boys' toilets, you don't really get stuff. You get a bit of vandalism, like, you know. But that's what they always say at the school. Like, girls can be a lot worse, like, because boys are just, boys are idiots, but girls can be very, yeah. like, on a different level. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think I think that's what can happen with girls sometimes, is that sort of shit takes you by surprise. I mean, stop using the word shit, because it's not all about <laughs> shit. But that sort of stuff takes you by surprise. I mean, like you said, boys will be idiots, but boys are readable. Yeah, you know they're yeah, gonna be idiots. Yeah, boys are very. You can sort of tell what how they're gonna act and what like because we always say it like, boys if they fall out, boys will have will fight each other, and then that will pretty much be it. Whereas girls, like it's a hundred times worse because it's like all the bitchiness and all that shit kicks in. Yeah, and boys, I love it. And I'm not even a person who's aggressive. I'm not the sort of person that's been going to get loads of fights in my life. But you said it happened between boys. It escalates. It's done. That's the end of it. Mm. It can't happen between two. I'm and I'm not talking about women here. I'm talking about I'm talking about a school environment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it can't. I, I remember this vividly. It, nothing could happen between two girls at school arguing without that boy, then that boy, then that person, then that person getting dragged into it. And it was mm. like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, always just blows could you, it up. Could you just leave me out of this and go and wipe shit all over the wall or something? <laughs> Which they probably went and did. Yeah. So, that's probably what they're arguing about. Probably. It was so funny the um the other day, I can't remember when it was, Wednesday, Thursday, I, I was sat in the office at work. Um <laughs> and I could <laughs> these kids came down the corridor. Now they're not meant to come down our corridor because it's the last well, because I basically if anyone doesn't know, I work at school and I'm a caretaker. So down our corridor we have like all our stuff down there and they shouldn't be coming down our corridor. But they came down, this kid was I think it was this boy who was like crying and these girls came down with him. And it was so funny because it made me think of being at school because it was like, um, he, he, this girl was going to him, look, if you just like this girl, you just need to man up and just go and tell her. And he's like, no, no, And he's like crying to himself. And like, like it was just that typical, like, end of the world <laughs> fucking shit. It's so funny. And also, it's so funny as well when you see him going into lessons because all the girls, it makes you laugh because the girls all hug each other. And they're like, oh, I love you. Oh, I love you. See you later. And it's like, you're literally going into a lesson for a fucking hour. Like it's so funny seeing it now, but obviously that's obviously when you're you, when you're a kid, you would have been part of that when you were at school. That's what I mean. When you're a kid, you've got no idea of you. You think it's the so fucking being or Nendel. We're not talking about secondary school here, but me and Becca earlier were having the exact same conversation because we had to pick Jacks up at half five, but we had a bit of extra time because we normally pick Logan up at half five from after school club. But today is that special day of the year. It's his end of year school disco. Right. Yeah, uh, I remember those. Yeah, I bet you do. Jesus and me, me, me and Becca were talking about them, and we were just we were reminiscing, really. And I, mean, I say reminiscing, we went, we didn't meet until we were in our twenties. But it's just, it's the same across all schools. And she was saying, yeah, I'll be that, I'll be that one that was standing on the side. Then you'd always get that dickhead run across and do a knee slide across the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Primary school discos were. Yeah, yeah they were something. They were something else. They were. Like, 
I remember my trademark when I was a little one, and I actually I, I haven't tried to do this in years. Maybe I should try it. We'll do a video of it and try and stick it up and see how entertaining it is. But I remember at the school discos, my trademark was trying to be Scotty Too Hotty doing the worm. <laughs> and that's, do you know what? This is only just click right here and right now. That's probably why I've now got epilepsy. Cause Maybe. I don't think I was very good at it. <laughs> I, I think, think it is. There's yeah. always those kids that think they can dance as well. Like there's there's a, there's one that we know that always think thought he was a great dancer. I won't say his name. Oh, I know. I think you know who I'm talking about. But um, just start of all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we know. <laughs> yeah, there's always that one kid that thinks he's like an amazing dancer. And I, just, remember, oh, I remember seeing. Him, I remember seeing this particular amazing dancer that we're talking about. I was thinking, please don't trip over because you're gonna take my eye out. Yeah. Yeah. And that went with his hands. <laughs> yeah, no, he's uh, yeah, but there's always that one kiddie. But yeah, primary school, primary school discos were fucking. I think I remember because you, yeah, because you do one when you leave school, don't you? But then that sort of thing, you never. Although they have started doing that at secondary schools now, that sort of thing, which is weird because yeah. I think the kids are older, so I'm surprised the kids don't turn up pissed. Yeah, especially when they're letting them have like one free drink, one drink token. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, it's that sort of thing. You don't see that sort it's of thing. It, it ties into what we were saying last... Actually, it wasn't last week, so we had to skip last week. But it's a, I think it was the last one we'd done when we were speaking about the uh, the voting they were doing at school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It ties into all that. You can just picture it. A prom king and a prom queen. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> Do you remember the, the, the award thing that we had when we left secondary school? Briefly, yeah, yeah. And do you remember... Um, a certain person called Sid the Sloth. <laughs> and do you remember he got voted? Most likely to win an Oscar. Yeah, and yeah. he went up so smug because he didn't fucking realise why everyone had voted for him. And it wasn't until he got on the stage that he then fucking realised. Yeah. I've never lost so fucking hard for that in my life. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, if some, some of you listeners may know what we're talking about. Some of you won't, but someone who... Someone who had the nickname Sid the Sloth because of his facial appearance, should we say? Um, yeah, he, yeah it, makes, it makes it makes us sound like bullies, but there's less there's less deserved people. Let's just say that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, most likely to win an Oscar. He didn't realise he was getting voted most most likely to win an Oscar because he could have been on Ice Age, not because he was fucking Leonardo. Yeah. Right, oh, it's so funny. So, Leonardo DiCaprio, he was not. No, he wasn't. That was I'll never I'll never forget that. And do, you know what, do you know what upset me most about that? That that was quite, that moment, I remember exactly the moment you're talking about, that was one of the things that lifted the mood of the day for me, but the thing that upset me the most is that I wasn't the one voting most likely to become a millionaire. Because I, <laughs> I was the only one who monopolised the coke industry there. You, but, were, yeah. you, you did very well. You did very well. I remember that. I remember at one point I owed um, someone, because I never had money on me, so I always had to borrow money to buy coke. And at one point, I think I owed someone like a fiver in arrears for coke and when we say coke we're not talking about the stuff you shove up your nose it was uh cans <laughs> we weren't that advanced well some of us probably were our school went that but yeah no you did uh, you did very well on that because didn't they try and search your locker at one point but you didn't in your brother's locker <laughs> yeah so what happened is they asked so do, you want to, do you want to explain what you used to do so what i basically used to do is i used to take in between 18 and 24 cans of coke a day which i'd put in the fridge the night before and i'll take them in this all sounds comical now but it it worked and you got them from like wholesale places didn't you 
was getting I was getting them from wholesale places like twenty twenty five p a can or as cheap as I could get them, and then selling them for fifty p a can. But my thought a was that unlike other dickheads trying to sell cans of Pepsi for forty nine p, I'm not going to name anyone. I've <laughs> 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 got about that. <laughs> Unlike certain dickheads trying to sell Pepsi for 49p, lukewarm. Just quickly, while you mention that, him, right? Again, we won't say any names because we both know who we're talking about. We, at one point, we got him sacked from a job when he was at school. Have I told you that? <laughs> no. We were sat, so me and this other kiddie, right? We were sat in the maths classroom and he used to sit in front of us and we would chat to him and stuff. And then he, um, we got hold of his phone and we, <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> and we, um, we phoned off his boss because he used to work down at um, Jamel Westo's down in yeah. um, yeah, he used to work down there and we used to f- we phoned off his boss and I can't remember what we said but we said a load of shit to him and he phoned him back and he answered and he was like yeah don't bother coming back to work <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad <laughs> but anyway yeah carry on carry on so yeah so yeah what I'd do is I'd I'd put him in the fridge the night before have a nice ice cold. I'd take it, take them in the cool bag with the ice packs. So that was kind of my forte. I'd sell you. You could come to me 50p, get a nice cold can of Coke, refresh you throughout your day, probably get you in a better mood for your studies and help help develop your future. Yeah. I, I hope, I hope that you, I, I hope that you said that to people. I hope that was your, like, of course, of course it, it was. You, you remind me of someone like in the old west trying to sell fucking snake oil. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. just spouting absolute bullshit. But anyway. I saw it as a positive. Like you can, someone wants a can of coke. They want a can of coke. They're more likely to be to calm down over a can of coke, and they're going to be in a better mood throughout their day. And they're more likely to just sit down and do your well, fucking and stupid algebra. That's <laughs> when also the school used to sell because now they don't sell that sort of shit. But they used to sell that anyway. But obviously they were just yeah. buying it off you. This, this is it. This is after I remember because I was I remember you. Oh, I remember I pissed off. It was the day I walked in and realised I couldn't buy a bottle of Dr Pepper. Mm. <sighs> yeah, they were sad days. Yeah, but I, I'd go in. I'd go in, sell my nice cold can to Coke. Um, the school didn't see it that way. They didn't see me as doing a favour because what I would say to, uh, what was his name, Mr. Davis? He was he was the one who was always pulling me out on it. And he'd, he'd sneak up behind me and I'd, you'd think he was a nonce because he was kind of behind me. <laughs> even, though he was, even though he was shorter than me, he can't be behind me. And I'd, fun, I'd suddenly feel my bag lift out of nowhere because he'd feel how heavy it was. And I'm, and I'm in my head, I'm thinking around a bit close to my ass, mate, but never mind. <laughs> but <laughs> what, I'd end, what I'd end up doing... I'd argue with him and say, it'd be funny. People come in with a box of cigarettes that big and make more money in a day than I yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. God, I think you need to get your priorities right. But anyway, what ended up happening is they were saying they had to search my locker. And of course, there was that one occasion where they searched my locker and they saw cans in there and they can't take them off me and confiscate them forever. I took them home and still want to keep them. But my beloved brother, who didn't really fit in in that institution, should we say, had gone to a different school. But he'd never given back his locker key. And he's like, here you are. Here, I'll give me a five. You can have my old locker key. It's still there. And I was like, all right. I took it off him. I was like, I'll give you the five after and that still fucking opens. Open it up. And the beauty of it was, and I don't know if you ever saw this, What two people I know who will remember this will be Josh Yolassi and Tom Somerville because they live right near me. And they both were the two that used to help me carry him in. They used to carry him in, they, yeah. carry, they carry my spare yeah. cans because 24 cans will do your back in in one bag yeah. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> the beauty of it was it was literally there was my locker up here and then two down two along diagonal was literally his locker it's so yeah. funny and I, I just remember how smug I felt like he, he, this this teacher comes to me be like you ain't got any co- cans of coke in your bag every Louis I'd be like 
nah, of course I wouldn't, sir. I wouldn't be doing that. He's like, can I look in your locker then? I was like, of course you can. I'm not doing that anymore. And I just feel so smug knowing there were like 20 nice cold cans of Coke there thinking, ah, you, can't get you can't get me, you short son of a bitch. So funny. You can't touch me. So I, I seriously felt like I was a made man. I felt like I was like one of Ferrelli or Moroni's men or something. Like, I, did, I felt like a crime boss. Like you were saying, people were selling fags and that anyway, making loads more money. <laughs> so that's what, that's what I was saying to you. I was like, people come in with a box of fags that they can fit in one pocket and you'd never find. Yeah. They're making more money than I am and you're getting pissed off about a can of Coke. Because you're making, what, 20, 25p on a can of Coke? Yeah, what, are you fucking member of the British Dentist Union or something? Like, fuck off. It is funny. <laughs> they want to rot their teeth for what, give me 50p for it. That's up to them. Because I wonder how they found out that you were selling them. Do you reckon someone snitched? I reckon it might have been a certain little snitch that probably couldn't sell cans of Pepsi 49p and lost right. his job at some point. Yeah. yeah. Probably Maybe. that one. Maybe. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny shit, that is. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, brilliant. Did you see that one about the uh, the footballer talking about shit? This is a very shit-related podcast. Um, <laughs> I mean, it sort of fits in with the name, but... Did you see that there's a footballer who unwittingly sh- shared a shit picture with his fans on Twitter? So, this is... I, don't, I don't see how anyone could ever share a picture to the wrong no, Well, because I think from, from what I saw, I think it was a case of... Because I'm a bit confused. I read the article. But it was like he posted basically he'd been let go by, by... He played for a non-league team, York City. And he'd been let go, and he got an email to say like his P45 was attached. But then I think underneath it, because he must have obviously taken a screenshot of it, it had his other pictures, and it was like a lot like six <laughs> pictures in is like a toilet bowl with a load of shit in it. <laughs> like, and he posted that on Twitter, and then he just basically had to deny it, just to, and he just said he can confirm the shit is in his. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's, it's just like a police investigation or something. Uh, fuck like, those. Like, I suppose it's called, it ain't my shit. <laughs> like, that's so weird. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because surely, surely before you before you post something on Twitter, like if I'm taking a screenshot of something, I, I always check to make sure it's just a screenshot that I post. I don't post anything else. Not, not that there's anything else to post. Yeah, like you don't want to put in other shit on there. So I, I know that from personal experience. People can be so reckless sending photos, can't they? Yeah, that is true. That's, yeah. We wouldn't tell anyone about that, though, because that would be a bit of a dick move. <coughs> yeah, that's a, that's a story for another time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I, I can't imagine. thing is, that would be one of them things as well. You probably wouldn't notice until people start, people start pointing out to you, because I don't think you'd realise that. And uh, then imagine saying, oh, by the way, you've just posted a picture of a toilet bowl with a load of shit in it. And you'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> we, all, we all know it's the 21st century. Pictures of that sort of stuff do get sent round. It happens even in a comical context sometimes. And if that was me and I was him and I'd sent that reply about my P45 and then there was that picture of a nice piece of shit, six thumbnails in, I'd probably hold my hands up and be like, yeah, all right, you caught me. I was trying to, I was trying to creep my girlfriend out and send a picture of a nice big shit. It's shit, mate. We all go for shits. You're not yeah. a mutant. You're not like, you're not part of the expert who's like shit lops, who's the only person who has excellent come out their arsehole. We all do it. Well, I do. I don't know about you. But... No, I do. I, I, I go regularly. No, I don't. I haven't. I've never really, I've never really 
tinkered with posting them on Twitter, but you never know. But hold your hands up to it, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just got to own it. At the end of the day, you've just got to just go, yeah, like, I if, fucked up. You, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it's not his shit. But either own up to it and say, yeah, okay, this is a bit embarrassing, but I did post a picture of my shit, or say, do you know what? In all honesty, it ain't my shit. It was shared in a group chat between me and my fucking yeah. shit friends. Or whatever, however that came to be in your phone, it's in your phone. It didn't come there with no accord. No, exactly. Just, I mean, it's only a bit of shit. Like. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's it's a it's a thumbnail picture of a oh, piece of shit. Fair, it's, not, it's not a two and a half kilo block of coke. To be fair, he did say, he said, I'd love to take credit for it, but unfortunately I, I got it in a group chat. Mine are, <laughs> mine are more like rabbit droppings. Uh, thing is what's funny is he'll probably now get more publicity from that and he'll probably because he's a long league player he'll get picked up by a team now probably because of that yeah he should be signed by Man City because yeah Yeah. just shit but um, (laughs) yeah he'll he'll get probably picked up now because of that which is that's even funnier to me I'll just commercialise on him well exactly yeah. But um, talking of shit, just out of curiosity, which which clubs which clubs sponsored by Dell? <laughs> by um, what's the what's the toilet tissue brand? Andrex, isn't it? Yeah, Andrex or Dell. He, or... he could get a sponsorship with them. You never know. That's the sort yeah. of weird world that we fucking live in. But um, talking of shit, um, there's one other thing that I'd like to talk about because I think this is. We really are going. We're going with this shit thing. Well, okay, it's not. It's, yeah, this isn't related to shit, but it's a shit tattoo. So, and as in, not not in tattoo of shit, but like a bad tattoo. So, this woman, she's been labelled the meal deal queen. Got a. Is that something that someone like her? Is, is that something she's proud of? Well, apparently so, because she's not only is she called the meal deal queen, but she's now got the meal deal that she gets from Tesco's tattooed on her leg, because she said it changed her life. Well, do you know how much money she spent? So it, it tells you in the article how much money she spent over. Um, so what did you say? Over the last two years, she spent two thousand one hundred ninety pound on Tesco's meal deals. Uh, do you know what? I I'd seen the uh, caption for that for that article, and I hadn't actually clicked on it or viewed any of it yet. But I knew about it because you'd obviously put it up on the thing. And um, I, my first thought was, what kind of twat's going to do that? And I've just seen the picture of her kissing her. Yeah. Was it some fried chicken wrap? Yeah. I think that's, oh, that's, what, that's, what, that's, what annoys, that's what annoys me, though, because it's, she says, oh, yeah. So I was expecting it to be some like, it's literally just a chicken wrap, cheese and onion crisp, and a, bo- a bottle of Lucas Aid. Like, really? That, that's so fucking boring. Like, I don't know. I just think. <laughs> like, All right. And then if she's got anybody, a picture of the meal deal next to her tattoo, for fuck's sake. If anybody, <laughs> if anybody listening to this is a Tesco's representative who has the scope to make these sort of decisions, please, please discontinue that rap. Oh, that'd be so funny. If they just stopped doing it. Yeah. She lost her... Oh, I was actually like a twat. Oh, they, no, Tesco's, they reached out to her and sent her a box full of goodies. <laughs> they sent her a box full of goodies? Yeah. <laughs> this is what you said. But she said, she said, I appreciate it, of course, but they could have sent, at least sent me a meal deal. <laughs> I was about to say, what did they send her? Like a... So they didn't send her a meal deal, she, but she's moaning because she said uh, they could have sent me a meal deal or a £10 voucher to buy a few. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god. Honestly, there's about three pictures of her fucking with a meal, like with an actual meal deal posing with it. <laughs> it's that it's that middle photo I've seen the three you're talking about. It's that middle one where oh she's got her god. leg and even even so she's got the wrap in one hand and her other hand like ta da That's that's so funny. And Pete, oh, and people say that the government controls the media. Can you imagine them putting this shit out? Fucking hell. That's so funny. Fucking meal deal tattoo. Jesus Christ. Can you imagine a, a more of a waste of money? Because that, that t- tattoo as well won't be cheap because it's properly coloured in. I mean, it doesn't... It looks all right. I mean, you couldn't tell it was a Tesco's meal deal from the actual thing. But it looks all right. But that would have taken I'm, some time and it would have cost a bit. I'm curious as to whether Tesco's have funded this tattoo. They might have done. This might be all a publicity stunt. Buy 600 mil to get a tattoo free. What I love as well is that she, in the article, she says that she sh- she used to shop around for meal deals. So she went to Tesco, to Sainsbury's, then to Morrison's, then to M&S, then a bunch of other places. She but, used to shop but, around for meal deals? But nothing ever hit she, the spot. She does live life on the edge, doesn't she? And then it says, then I went to Tesco and had that one and it blew my mind. Fucking hell. Wow. How lower standards has she got if a Tesco's meal deal, a chicken fucking wrap, is blowing her mind? Fuck's sake. I mean, come on, at least push the boat out a bit and go. I'd still be skeptical, but I'd maybe be a bit more sympathetic if she was telling me, like, a Quiznos blew her mind or a Subway. Yeah, exactly. I, I, Tesco's meal so, deal. That's so funny. Some some wrap with manky, manky browning lettuce, chlorinated chicken, and genetically modified mayonnaise in it. And also, just then, just some crisps and a, and a fucking drink. Like, how boring. It's not yeah. even like. She's making it out like it's some like five star meal. I mean, maybe it is to her. Fuck, fuck no. But yeah, oh, yeah I look, that was look, too look funny. At, look at the photo. There. It looks like that might be the case. It could be. It could well be. But um, but if you're gonna if you're gonna toot their horn so much, then give us a bit more. Give us a bit more detail here. Tell us what. I mean, does she stick with certain Christian drink every day, or does she shake them up a little bit? I mean, more, does, she... More, does she does she go wrap? Chris drink? Does she go Chris drink wrap? What like what does she do? Like we need, we need this needs more media coverage. This I'm just, this do you know what? I'm scanning the article now and I'm just expecting to read something fucking stupid at the end of it. Like I don't even like the rap. Just I, just the like the Chris, I just like the Chris and the drink. But you can see she's a tight anyway. So yeah, she, she's loving it. She is loving it. And that's you know, that's McDonald's, but that's not even Tesco's. Yeah. I'd rather I'd rather live in my sad pathetic little excuse for life than be famous for being the meal deal queen. Thing is, do you know what that do you know what it makes me want to do is never buy a Tesco's meal deal again? No. That's what it wants you want to do. Just go, no, I'm not going to buy one. <laughs> if I see it, but, I mean, obviously I'm a vegetarian, so yeah. I don't eat chicken wraps anyway. But that's not the point. I see one, I'll be like, no, <sighs> fuck your meal deals because of this stupid bitch. Yeah, that's what you want to do, but that's not what you can't do because me and you, Joshua, both know that the first time you found that meal deal, it blew your it mind. Blew my fucking mind. I will say that their pasta meal deals changed my world. I'm a different man after I had one of their pasta ones one time. Their tomato and basil pasta. Like I came out of it a different person than than I went in. Yeah. You know, it was just it was just crazy. But yeah, no, it was their, it was their chicken Caesar done for me. It was that that blew their mind. But to be fair, that's the first rap I've ever had that's had explosives in it. So some people some people take drugs to find their true self. I I go Tesco's and get their pasta meal deal. No. <laughs> yeah, another one. Uh, we'll. we'll <laughs> we kind of went from talking about literal shit to 
this meal deal shit. Now we'll we'll move away from the sort of shit vibes. Another another funny one that cracked me up. Did you see one of the ones that I chucked up about <laughs> the kind gentleman who was very grateful for the care he received from some nurses at hospital? Yeah. And he uh... <laughs> right, there was a gentleman, and he um. So I'll, I'll read the headline out for it first. So it's nurses off their face after granddad accidentally gives them cannabis cake. <laughs> so what's basically happened here is apparently this gentleman didn't realise it was cannabis cake. I don't know how he came to be in possession of it, but by fellow members of staff, these nurses have been hey, it says here, he, he, t- he he took it from his grandson's 18th birthday. Hi. <laughs> I missed that bit. <laughs> Nurses reportedly, quote, off their faces after a, after a nice old man handed them cake laced with cannabis as a thank you present. I'm in the wrong game. Maybe, maybe I should go into nursing because if that's what... Yeah. <laughs> and I feel it crap me up about it as well. Was at the, end, the same colleague who was... This is a very short article, but the same colleague who was quoting saying they were off their faces said they were also pretty high. Well, it's also like they were feeling relaxed. But my favourite thing about this is when you read... So it's got it at the top and at the bottom. The, the bottom bit is, the case has now been closed because the cake has been destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> I've never read a more ridiculous fucking headline. See, I, I read that. Oh, and I, I, I read that and there's... there's as soon as I read that line, there was like a little montage in my head that happened in the click of a finger, and I, I could see two different scenarios happening. There were two tangents. I was either seeing a big, a big conglomerate of massive, scary government agents with it, with the bomb disposal squad going in. But it's a bit like, a, is it in? I think it might be in Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. I was just about yeah, to say that when they put the sock and they the put the sock. thing over it and blow it. Yeah, they put a, I'm, I'm kind of picturing a scenario like that. They just. They chuck this big metal cage on it, they bolt it to the ground, they poof, blow it up. I'm picturing some big sort of scary government agent scenario like that where they say they... Sorry, what was the word you used? The cake's been destroyed. Destroyed, yeah. Now, that was the one scenario I went with. Now, the one that I hope they meant when they said the cake has been destroyed, I'm picturing four nurses sitting there off their faces in the staff room with cake all over their fucking faces because that's what I hope they <laughs> that's what I hope they meant by destroy because it or I'm hoping some SWAT team just like busted in the window just grab the cake and just launch it out the window to destroy it <laughs> fucking ridiculous like, it's so funny though but the thing is if you read it from the top part from the from underneath the headline it says it says the headline and it says it says police and then in quotes destroyed the red velvet it sounds like they fucking took it themselves so yeah. like police destroyed the red velvet sponge cake. Nice, oh, that's that's brilliant. Oh, well, Garth, yeah, saw saw a little devil that beer on Friday. Yeah, I have a bit of cake though. 